Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi and welcome to Thank You Saturn with me, Fern Angel Beatty. Thank You Saturn is a fortnightly podcast on the lesser discussed topic of the quarter life crisis. Saturn is the teacher planet taking on average 30 years to orbit planet Earth. By the time it arrives back to the position it was in when we were born, we are expected to have learned important lessons from the first quarter of our life and be on our intended path. If we are not, this age can be difficult, as Saturn forces us to confront our fears, uprooting our lives in a myriad of ways to push us in the right direction. This is not punishment, but tough love, so if we heed its warnings, once it's off on its galactic trajectory once more, we can finally say, thank you Saturn. I'll take a look at our guests' birth charts to see whereabouts their Saturn is placed, and compare the predictions of this placement to our guests' reality. Today's guest is Arrows. Arrows is a model, vlogger and film producer. They are best known for their YouTube channel Tomboyish, in which they explore topics related to being an androgynous person who presents as both masculine and feminine. Arrows' latest projects include a queer virtual blind date show called Butterflies, a new episode of which drops every Sunday, Drag Me King, a drag king competition incorporating three categories, the past, the future and daddy, and Link in Bio, talking about the confidence, safety, censorship and money involved in sex work. These can be found on the What A Weekend channel on YouTube, spelt What A Weekend as in W-H-A-T-T-A Weekend. Do you remember how we first met? The wildest night when you came to record Tomboy of London. Your so, my ex made out with someone behind me. <laughs> my, it was it was both of our exes, <laughs> but we weren't we weren't entirely not with them. We were like at that phase where we were like, are we going to break up? And then that night it was like, okay then, <laughs> breaking the fuck up. Wild. I couldn't believe it because it was just like I'll never forget that night because I was like we had just met y'all. Like and- we we were the foreigners. I was like you came with me. You came with me. <laughs> what the fuck. Yeah, no, that was wild. I still, to this day, I can't believe that happened. I know. I, just I, can't. I forget about it. And then I'm like, damn. And I saw you. I don't know if I told you this, but I saw you last winter. I went over to New York to teach yoga and I saw you in Sweet Chicks in Brooklyn. But really? I didn't know if it was you or not, because obviously I hadn't seen you since 2015 and you were with a group of people. Was it later? Yeah. Yeah. Then I know exactly. What, yeah. That was the day that we were uh, going shopping. We we're going to go thrifting. Yeah. And I was standing there and I was like, 
oh my god what a small world as if I bump into you like the one time I'm back in that neck of the woods but I was like I don't want to say hi just in case because I'll embarrass myself but yeah oh gosh <laughs> uh, I was New York yeah, it was amazing. I was only there for five days, just a brief stopover, but it was at Christmas. So it was like, you know, stereotypical for a Londoner to go over to New York at Christmas and be all enamoured by the lights and stuff. Cute. <laughs> so I looked you up. So your, your birthday's on Valentine's Day. So romantic. Yes. Love that. So you're an Aquarius and your Saturn is in Capricorn. So your Saturn return was in December 2018. So this is allegedly the time that Saturn comes around to check if you've learned your lessons. And if you haven't, it can be a pretty challenging time. So can you remember what you were doing in December 2018? Okay, hold on. Oh, yeah, I guess December 20, last year, I was living in New York. I, I was in a relationship. I was still with Mia in December 2018. Where did I go for, like, the holiday? I really want to figure this out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Here's what I'll do. I will go on my Instagram. <laughs> That's always the best way to check. Dude, I, uh, this is a really good question. I didn't have my new one. Oh, I have my old one. Okay. So, cause I left, I left Instagram 2019. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when, what was I doing December? This is so fun. And what's supposed to happen in your Saturn? So it depends. If you've been like paying attention to the shit that happens around you throughout your life, learning your lessons, then it could be seamless or you could like reap a lot of benefits in that time. Like things come to fruition that you've been wanting for a while. However, if you've been doing the same old shit, like for example, like say in relationships going after the same type of person and like not learning your lesson that that's not who you're supposed to be with, then that will be the time where like shit hits the fan and it forces you to learn your lesson. So you might have a particularly hard breakup. Although some of the guests I've interviewed have said that that part of their life happened just before. And the period that I give them was actually a time that was relatively smooth or where they kind of moved forward. Uh, noted. Okay. Um, December, looking at my Instagram and kind of thinking about, I don't really know what I did with the holidays. I'm sure I was with my family. But uh, in December, I was in Miami, bro, like living my best life. Nice. This, yeah, I like the photo. This is, can you see? Oh, no, you can't. No, see. the glare. It's oh, hang on. on the, yes, I can see. Hot. Me on, yeah, like on, at the hotel, like just relaxing, living, living, living it up. So was um, that, was that true to how you felt? How were you feeling around that time? Emotionally and were you going through any kind of shift? Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Love wise. Big, big, big love wise. I, in December, decided I wanted three girlfriends at once. Nice. This is a, this is a new turn. I haven't had a guest say that before. Cool. What made yep, you think that? Yep. I just remembered. Yeah. In December, I met my third girlfriend and I was just like, I think I want to date all of you all at once. And so then I told everybody and everybody was down and I had for the first time in my life in December, of 2018, uh, three girlfriends at once that lasted all of six weeks, maybe. <laughs> well, that's not bad, to be honest. That's that's longer than I would have expected. It was it was cool, and I, I like when I date, I like I try to be a really good boyfriend, you know. So yeah. I was like, it 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 sucked so much out of me because I was trying to be like a really good partner yeah. for all three of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh <laughs> no! So I think I just uh, 
life was really good. Like I was starting to like reach some of the goals that I had, mm-hmm. you know, when I was younger, I grew up really poor and all this shit. So I always thought the money was the thing that I, I didn't have, that I was missing. So I was starting to finally get the money that I thought I was missing and starting to get like the relationships and the love that I think I was missing. And I, uh, so I got everything I was missing then, but later on in life, I realized I thought those weren't the things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't, I didn't need more relationships. I didn't need, you know, the, like, a ton of money for me to like find happiness there was something else that I needed was it like so, the quality of the one-on-one time I think I needed what's happening right fucking now is like the ability to meet myself and get to know myself without being in a relationship mm-hmm. up until like two months ago I, I have been dating like I've sent like a good morning text for the last 15 years Wow. Let's just go like that. Like I've sent, like I've been talking to someone for mm-hmm. the last 15 years of my life since yeah. I was, oh, well, I'm 31, around that, like 16. Yeah. 16 is when I got into like my first real relationship and I just haven't stopped since. And so in December, 2018, that was when I was like, I have so much love. I'm going to date all these three different fantastic women. And then I realized that like, I need to like love me. Like I really do. I need to spend time with me and like get to know me before I do any more relationships. So I guess it was the culmination of that. Like you'd you'd spent however many years having like one one girlfriend after the other, and then like it just came to a head, and then you had like all the girlfriends, and then you're like enough, time to love myself. (laughs) That makes sense. Literally what I want. I like that. Dang, that's cool. Thank you for helping me. Um, yeah. Because that's exactly what happened. I was watching a video on your Instagram just like about an hour beforehand where you were pretty much saying that you, when you were talking to the camera and you were saying that you need to kind of know yourself more than just being in a relationship for so long. And yeah, I respect I that. I think it'll help my partners too because it's just like, dude, who wants to date? Like, uh, I don't know. Like somebody's, I've just been somebody's shadow mm-hmm. for a long Like I've just always been like, this is, I swear to God. Like the last relationship that I was in, I um, would think about how to be, how I could look good next to her. Yeah. And I just would always do that with everybody. It's just like my partner comes first and then I adjust and mold myself to my partner. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of want to figure out how to like mold me and then date. So then it's just like, you're not dating a shadow. You're dating a real person. You yeah. Know? You're not dating fragments of me from these all these different relationships and then you can coexist side by side rather than just kind of like bending and stretching to yeah exactly i hear that so how did how did the three end like what finally made it just go um uh me (laughs) like i i when i get frustrated I don't know how to deal with it. And so I'll just like, I'll like cut everything off. Mm-hmm. And so I, I like, I was getting frustrated with like one partner and then that would leak into like a date that I'm having with one partner. And then eventually I was just like, okay, I'm, I can't do it with anybody. Like I, I can't do it. And then I ended up getting into a relationship with one of them more okay. seriously. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it was, it was really good because it like, Listen, having three girlfriends at once, there are, it's, it is fun. Like, I mean, I'm sure there really are pros, fun. yeah. There are so many pros to that. And, and they were, like, each of the girls that I met, like, were people that I, I still, you know, respect and admire, you know. But I just, I, I was stretched too thin. And I, that was probably the beginning of me realizing that I haven't been dating in the right ways at all. Mm-hmm. 
love has always been a priority for me. I, I don't know why. I don't know why love was always like the first thing that I went looking for. I'm the same. Yeah. It's inherent in me. Like I'm st- I'm, I think I'm always going to be like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. You just have to kind of make sure that you don't get lost in, lost in it. It's that cliche, isn't it? You can't pour from an empty cup. When you're full, do what you want with love. Yes. Yeah. How, how far have you come in terms of learning about, about how to love yourself since December 2018? Oh, wow. That's a pretty question. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I am really, uh, let's say, aggressive about my self-love lately. I just, I feel like, especially in a time like this, I'm a black queer trans person. Like, shit's ugly, especially in the States, Mm -hmm. especially everywhere. Fuck it. Like, white supremacy is everywhere. So, like, I'm just, I feel like I am constantly trying to, like, love, 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 love hard before I get outside, Mm -hmm. before I put myself around other people. And so I think since December, I've just been, I've become a lot more aggressive about protecting myself. Yeah. Um hella aggressive about it i'm just like no one is going to come in and like shake and rock my foundation because i like it's taken so much time for me to love on me this way and i just don't want to lose it so yeah yeah, to answer the question and like make it like a little bit clearer since december 2018 since my my saturn return um i have just become a lot more uh just insular or like focused on like just internally focused and and the pandemic hit and so I have to be inside and so it's just like I'm just really trying to like look at all the parts of myself Mm -hmm. and like even the ones that I don't really think are cool you know there are things about me like I I, I used to be really embarrassed about my anger like that I could like I I was like I don't want people to see me that way but now I'm like that's just who you are that's who I am and so that like let me embrace that so I'm just trying to embrace all the good, the bad, and the ugly about myself now. Um, I like and that. And it's really, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a melting pot of shit going on this year. And I guess having to quarantine, it forces you to hold a mirror up to yourself. And like you said, anger can be seen as st- strength if it's channeled correctly. And I like what you said about having to love yourself before you go outside. Like you're, you have your own little sanctuary. You have to like, you have to remember. That, that's really beautiful. Like a little ritual in the morning before you go yeah. out. And you're like, nah, I'm that's, good now. I, I really... I do. Like, when I get dressed, I'm like, let me make sure that, like, I feel good because I can't have anybody fucking with my, like, my psyche when I get energy, outside. Like, yeah. it's, it's too fragile. Oh, I think we could all benefit with that. That's a, that's a great idea. I'm going to be doing that. Yes, please. <laughs> please. So your, um, your Saturn is in Capricorn. And in the little book that I get the excerpts from, it has a title and it says The Boss. And this was the same as Blimes Brixton. I did a, a interview, time. which is how I, how I met you through her. Yeah. Um, so yeah. you've got the same one, The Boss. Love it. Yeah. So I'm just going to read out the little passage. So it says, okay. Saturn is actually the ruler of Capricorn. You have tremendous potential for success and are very ambitious. The problem is your brooding and your worries get in the way. You torment yourself. Am I on the right path or on the wrong path? Am I too tough or not tough enough? These sound like normal Capricorn worries, but they are magnified when Saturn is in this sign. So despite your self-doubt, you climb the mountain of success. 
mountain after mountain, goal after goal. Achievement is your middle name. You have moments when you feel weak and afraid and this can make you controlling rather than in control. Big difference. You may excel in your profession but fear the mountain of relationship, love, family or self-development. There are all kinds of ways not to climb. You need less fret and more stiff upper lip. Less in touch with your every mood and more get the job done. You need to learn to keep your cool and find your place in home in the world of work. To fulfil the nature of making a living, you must persist because Saturn will try to scare you away from the task. You don't want to be the boss, but you must learn to be in charge without worrying what others think. Being the boss is not the same as being bossy. You will learn to stay strong when things go wrong. So how does that resonate with you? And do you feel like you have learned to stay strong when things go wrong? Bro. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. Oh like God. red, I'm right? Like... I'm like hiding. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, I think that all of that hit a lot. Really? Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I think that so <laughs> I am the quintessential overachiever. Mm-hmm. I have just always been this way since I was young. I was like, let me give myself homework or extra credit. I just like for you're not in class yet. I was like, but I just want to just do some extra credit. Like, I just fucking love um projects and making things Mm -hmm. and like seeing the results of my work i love that i love it i love it i love it uh so the boss part of this makes complete sense i'm currently i people refer to me as the boss of my company and so it's just like yeah it feels i feel comfortable leading although you said uh uh you don't want to be the boss but must learn to be in charge without worrying what others think holy shit (laughs) (laughs) because most of the time i just like I leading, I guess, uh, comes naturally to me. I do, I do think that like if I if if I'm not in my head about it, it's easy for me to be like, all right, y'all, we're all gonna move in this direction. I I, I know where we're going. I have the vision for it. Like everybody, here's your parts to do. Let's go. Like I, I have no problem doing that. It's just, uh, I think now that I. <laughs> God, now that I'm getting older, I, I trust it more, but I didn't trust my abilities. Like maybe around the time that I had my Saturn return, yeah. I didn't trust my abilities at all. And I, um, the whole time I like, I would do shit like check in, like everybody okay? Everything's good? Is everyone cool? Is anyone sad, unhappy? Like you need to talk anyone? Like, and I just did that so much. And that chips away at like people's confidence and my ability to lead. Cause I'm like, ah, uh, is everything okay? Like, you know, like, so it's wild to hear this uh i think i haven't quite figured it out yet you know like i think i still have a lot more to learn in terms of leading in general uh shit i want to have a family someday i'm not, like i have to lead my family mm-hmm. like, you know like I, I have a lot to learn on how to do all these things but i think i've gotten a lot better i'm relaxing a little bit more into myself and uh my existence and also bro like to be sorry i i, I say bro all the time oh i like bro. <laughs> it's cool <laughs> <laughs> i just always it's bro and sis i use it <laughs> wait i know it doesn't make sense but it does to me <laughs> um but bro like <laughs> the, for me um I, like i eventually will be okay there's also a lot of stuff that I have to figure out with transitioning, right? Yeah. Like there's just like a lot of stuff that I have to figure out about my identity still. And I think that that also gets in my way 
of being the best boss I can be mm-hmm. is because I'm still trying to like look in the mirror and, and know exactly who I'm looking yeah. at. I don't, I don't, you know, and so I'm getting close, bro. I was, <laughs> I'm getting close. Like? <laughs> I, I do it, all, I bro all the time, but I'm getting close as fuck because I've been in the house and because I'm getting older and because I'm single and, and I'm not dating. I'm getting, it's getting easier and easier to look in the mirror and be like, yep, yep, that's who it is. And that is helping me be able to like lead my team without checking in so much and worrying what people are thinking about me and all that stuff. Because I'm like, Joe, I, I, I know exactly who I am. You're validating you yourself, <laughs> yeah. Removing all the external blocks. That's so interesting what you said about checking in and seeing, because I do that. I've just started a poetry publishing company. So I've had like my first author. And oh, thank you. And um, because I've I've normally worked for someone who wanted me to lead, but then would, I mean, she won't be listening to this, but no disrespect but is someone who micromanaged so would give me like want me to lead and then the second I did would be like but that's wrong so I'd give up so now that I'm in control of like my own company and I want people who are working for me to have trust in me so I'm always telling them what I'm doing with them and asking if they're okay but it's interesting to see what might be the cause of that and maybe it's not always from a place of confidence maybe it's like the validation like just so you know I'm doing my job yeah and that's the first Which, time yeah that's the first time i've thought of it like that Damn. yeah and it and and as people like if you hired me um i i wouldn't even think about that until you told me yeah like i wouldn't think about you being like not having it under control until you're like by the way, I have it under control. That's like, so wait, true. Wait, hold on. <laughs> was it not under control before? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, yeah, my girlfriend always says to me, why, why do you feel like people have this perception that you're, like, still the young, scatty person? Like, you're good at what you do. Just relax. And I'm like, you're right. So, yeah. You're the same way. Because yeah. I still I still see myself or, like, hear myself, like, speak and all that stuff. And I, I, I see all those things. But it's like we both have been living in these bodies for a long time so we're aware of what the opposite is so i get it and when we were that age we'd look up to people our age and be like they've got it all under control so yeah we do i keep forgetting that like because i'm 31 so it's just like i looked up to hella people in their 30s when i was younger even younger than that yeah yeah and i can't believe now that like i there are times that i will forget that i'm I am the boss. Yeah. <laughs> I am the boss. Like, this is all, this is the, like, projects that I'm hiring people for came from my mind, you know? It's just, like, I, I hired them, and then everyone's doing their job, and that's, it's going as it is meant to. Right, yeah. You did this. You did this. We what, did this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about in relationships? How do you feel about being the boss in relationships? Have you found that easier, less easy? Nah, relationships kick my ass, bro. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not, um, I think, uh, it it really just goes back to um i i i went back to back to back to back to back on on like just serial dating and in doing that i never had like i just would always bring all the shit from a previous relationship to the new one mm-hmm. to the new one to the new one and it's just like uh, i would learn new things about myself and dating new people and uh, i'd be like okay well that wasn't healthy i don't want to do that again in the next one so i'd learn but i i never mm-hmm. gave myself enough space and time in between to like uh take a moment and take a breath and just look at myself and be like okay <laughs> well what do you what do you want to change next by the time i even have 
like an hour to myself to think about it. And I'd be like, nah, fuck it. This girl's fine on Instagram. Let me slide in her DMs. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's just like, I never, ever, ever gave myself a chance to like just debrief on what the fuck happened in the relationship before I was like, you know, in somebody's bed again. So would you uh, say that to the other person, they would feel like you were the boss though? Do, can you put on oh, like you're the boss? Later on in relationships, I'd say, yeah. I think early on, I just, as I was learning, I, I let a lot of people kind of tell me how to relationship. Like, this is how this goes. All the way to like, I once dated this girl that said I wasn't allowed to dress more femme than she was. Right. And I was new to the queer scene. So I was just like, oh, okay, so that's how it goes. And right. so I just didn't. You know, like, just like, I really listened when I was young. And then when I got older, I was like, I'm too fucking fine and paid for y'all to like, what? Yeah. <laughs> this is how I'm going to know. Like, this is how this goes down. But I mean, I don't want to have that approach in the relationship when I eventually do start dating again. I, I really do want to be like myself and they're themselves. And then we come together as a, a you know, a unit, like a partnership um, versus that power shit that always makes its way into everything. Your gift is your nurturing nature, but you nurture with teeth. You love like a fierce protective bear, pushing away any and all who would threaten you in your keep. You defend and protect not only your family, but also any vulnerable soul you meet. You are akin to a soldier or a sailor, excelling at standing watch, guarding people and possessions and plans from day until night and back again. Your entire body and soul were made for keeping us safe. Oh, that's so nice. Generous and giving, when you love, you love 100% and you don't hold back. Your supportive and comforting disposition is a blanket of peace for your closest confidants. Your friends become family. In you, they feel safe and at home. Ah, can you talk a little about that? I love Cute, that. right? I really love that. I love that so much. And that feels really, like, real. That feels how, like, how it feels. I, um, listen, if you, anybody that follows me on Instagram knows that I'm real clear about boundaries. Um, and like I, I have no problem communicating my boundaries to anyone, um, but those boundaries have kind of come up because I have been so selfless. I think like not so like maybe not maybe selfless isn't the word because I, I still am pretty selfish to be honest. But like I I uh, I I just care like I care hard like if if, like if you're a, if like a family member or a friend is upset about something or somebody wronged them or harmed them and they told me trust i am going to make sure that person never does it again mm -hmm. so like i there's there's such i like a fierce and this is for my mom honestly my mom is just really passionate and intense too and so i'm just really i will fight like i will fight i will fucking fight for my people i just will i just will so like my boundaries are really clear because i um I'm, I'm protecting me, I'm protecting my family, I'm protecting my team, I'm protecting, you know, the people that um, are, like, my audience that shares with me, you know, like, and gives their stories. Like, if, if you're in a space of mine, I swear, I mean this, friend, if you're ever in a space of mine, like, at, at a party or something that I've put together, you will feel safe. Mm -hmm. I will make sure uh, there there will be security in cute little fucking sweatsuits. <laughs> like, it'll be cute, it'll be fun, but it will be very safe because I know what it's like to not be safe. I know what it's like to not be unprotected. Oh my God, I know what it's like to not be unprotected mm -hmm. or to, to be unprotected. It, it's a horrible, awful, awful, isolating feeling. And I, I, I don't want to give that to anybody. So yeah, I'm, I'm intense. I'm fucking passionate. 
scary, intimidating. A lot of people say all those things. And yeah, bitch, I'm all those things. Stay the fuck away from me and my people. But it yep. comes from a good place. I like that you said the security in um, in like cute little sweat sweatsuits. Like that's a visual representation of nurturing with teeth. Like looks all cute, but no, fierce underneath. But no. <laughs> <laughs> when you said about um, the boundary thing coming from having like not having boundaries basically essentially that's exactly the kind of thing that the Saturn return teaches like it forces you to from all the shit that's hurt you you it's your final chance really where people are like fuck this I can't have it happen anymore it's like the the last straw so would you say that in December 2018 around that time you had less boundaries I mean you must have had to have to love three people at a time your boundaries must have been kind of skewed because it would just happen naturally yeah I, it, I, yes, I was really, really open in December. I was, I was, uh, December 2018. I was finally getting kind of like, I was starting to like get the opportunities and, and people were like seeing me how I thought I could be. It was like, oh, you're like, that was the first time I actually saw myself as a model, you know, and mm-hmm. I've been modeling since I was 17, but like, I, like, I really started to like feel hot and feel like me and feel like, mm, you know, and I started dating like three different people. And um, I, I think that I was just really open. I was hella open. I was just like, the world is wonderful. Life is great. Like shit was hard in the beginning, but that'll never happen again. Look at me go, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think in all of that openness, a lot of people showed up. A lot of people could feel that I was open. And um, some came with hella respect and, and some showed up with like entitlement and like, uh, like was like, well, since you opened up to me, I'm just, I'm, I deserve your time. And, and like opening up so much showed me that there are going to be people that are going to show up and disrespect my boundaries and that I need to learn how to communicate them. So I definitely think December uh, was probably the beginning because I was so open um, of me learning how to stand up for myself and others mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. Yeah. You mentioned your mom briefly and I just thought of, I watched a video of you today when you, when you were talking about with Jade I think and you were talking about coming out and you said you were sitting in the car and then you and you came up to your mom and your mom got up the the video of D'Angelo and you and she was like when I watch this I am not confused I was like that's hilarious and you're like good for you that was good information why do I have to keep watching mom like, yeah, <laughs> yeah that was uh, and, and just just to do it again because that that story is also so funny because that was the first time I my okay growing up I was uh, because I was an overachiever and because you know like a lot of my family didn't get a chance to like kind of go to college and all these things like I was always kind of like the, like a golden kid you know mm-hmm. uh, I w- always always did good in school I like never really was like out like do, like I was just always like a goody two shoes really really much so right growing up which is hilarious now that who i am uh <laughs> so i was goody two shoes and then the first thing that i did and when i got to college and i started to like really start to date and date and connect is i told my family that i might be queer and that was the first time that anybody in my family had like been disappointed by me you know yeah and so everybody reacted because they saw me as like fucking michelle obama like that's that's the route yeah. that they saw for me and now I'm non-binary, like, like just, yeah. So um, when I told my mom <laughs> that I that I had a girlfriend, uh, she, 
first she reacted really negatively but then we were in the car and then she handed you know the story but i want to tell you one more time yeah uh, she handed me her phone while she was driving and on the phone is a naked ass d'angelo singing how does it feel which is a gorgeous music video by the way so i, I was just also just watching because i was like i love this music. yeah thank you mom and then as I was watching it and she's driving, she's like, because when I look at that, I do not get confused. And you're like, okay, mom, but this isn't about you. I'm like, now that I know what you masturbate to, can we go back to the yeah. fact that I'm cool? Wow. Like, so funny. <laughs> wow. now, now, you know, she works on the team. Now she's a part of, she's working on these gay ass shows with everybody. And oh, she's nice. part of my company. Mm-hmm. My mom's HR. Really? That that's my background. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, the the good parts are awesome, like the bits about like engagement and, you know, supporting people, but when it comes to the dark stuff and like the the hot, the like, you know, getting rid of people and the higher up yeah. you go, I was like, I kind of want to stay on the level where everyone wants to approach me. <laughs> so yeah I mean, I, and people need to talk more about how important human resources are to like a lot of people are building new companies and it's just like no you need we need to think about like the team like you need somebody thinking about like how everyone's feeling and all that yeah stuff. yeah like, that's cool that was, i was yeah. like the ground level employee people would want to talk to and then i would pass the information up but anyway i got made redundant not last month so <laughs> not anymore I was like, you have your own shit now. Yeah, exactly. So your challenge, your challenge is to, so bearing in mind, this was your challenge as if you were reading it from before your Saturn return. So you may have learned this challenge now. Your challenge is to take charge and be- Can I just interrupt and say, this is so fun. Oh, good. Format of this and like the idea of this. I'm, I'm so happy that you asked me to do it. Like, this is really cool. Oh, I'm so glad. It's, yeah. it's really nice hearing people relate to the bits about them and they're like, damn, actually, that did happen to me. I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, so that never gets old. Thank you. No, it's like it's hitting everything. And I'm just like, uh, I was like, how do you know? But also like, it's I, I, this is just, it's cool that this is how it's set up. Yeah. How it's, do you find all this shit out? Like, how do you do it? So there's a particular book right that what's it called it's called the little book of saturn by eliza einhorn and i read so much stuff when i was going through mine and hers was the one that resonated with me the most so i used it as kind of like uh the one that i was thinking if it related to me maybe it relates to most people the most and it did um but yeah i just look up your birth chart online and it tells me your challenge is to take charge and be the boss without being bossy and dictatorial you're great at feeding us and loving us but you lose your footing when it's time to put your foot down you don't trust your own power so you push too hard you don't trust what you believe is true so you will over discipline or not discipline enough sometimes you simply give too much this is exactly what you were saying some may even say you're not tough enough and that you give until you're empty and sore and having nothing left you have days months years where you spend your energy and your money without thinking learn to save and wait life is not a sprint but a marathon and often you expect results too soon impatient life takes time and your goals and ambitions also do they need time to simmer you will value the results far more if they don't arrive immediately oh my god okay um yeah fuck yeah that's my challenge uh i Do I, have I learned it now? I don't know. I don't think so. I think I'm still very impatient. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm like, why don't I have this right now? It's like, I started it yesterday. Why don't I have this right now? (laughs) So I think that I'm trying 
uh, I think this was definitely way, 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 way more applicable um, at the beginning with the life is not a sprint, but a marathon. I think I'm only now realizing how much things do take time. Um, uh, and only now realizing how impatient I've always been. Um, because not, my impatience would be like, I, I was like, oh, it's not working. So I'll just quit and do something else. Yeah. And I like, I, I, I really, I had to stop doing that. So I think I've learned that part of the lesson because it's like, I would just bounce from thing to thing to thing because I thought things should be quicker or faster. Like, you know, I thought that I should, it's like, if it's not working after two weeks, then it's just not meant for me. And yeah. I'm really good at convincing myself. It was like, oh, I'm better than this, you know? Yeah. I should be doing it. <laughs> so, ah, but this is so great. Um, the uh, not knowing, uh, not knowing how much to give or if it's too little or too much, bro. <laughs> I don't, yeah, yeah. I, I still don't know. Like in uh, giving feedback to my team, I uh, overanalyze it. <laughs> I overanalyze it. I overthink it. I, ugh, bro. It's, I, yeah, I, I still have a lot more work to do. Just reading this, yeah. Huh. <laughs> you look so stressed like <laughs> it's like yep you've woken up early for this and now you have to get on with the rest of your day and learn all this shit what are you like with money Why tomorrow <laughs> I'm what but about what about with money i am definitely more of a risk taker with money than uh i was when i was younger mm-hmm. um I was I was really because I just never thought that like money could come. I was like, if I if I get a dollar, you can hold on to it. Yeah. I don't know where it's gonna Like uh, after December, after December twenty eighteen, like you know, I I um after my Saturn return, I I did realize that I've done a lot of work. Like I've worked really really hard since I was young. Since I started working at fourteen, like I've I've been wow. working for long 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 time like hard hard like just constantly thinking about work and so i think because of that i i have been able to set myself up for like i was saying this last night like i've i've created a lot of different skills because i'm impatient too (laughs) so i've been just like let me just do this let me do this so i have all these different skills that can like always kind of bring me money in different ways like different income streams and 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 different projects that people will reach out to me for like i did a vr project last year and now people are like oh you want to do more vr and so it's it's cool shit like that that like i've worked to be able to like i know money can come i know that i can get money yeah like really hard to say out loud because it's like the way i grew up shit was real cheap and broke and like whew, ah and so now to say confidently i know i can get money uh is is refreshing as fuck and so cool to hear but also like i do abuse it i do abuse it yeah i do i'm like it's like if i have an idea and i i really just want to see it happen i'll spend everything I'll, all of it just like oh i'm in overdraft i don't give a fuck let's do the project like i just i literally will invest everything into um something that i believe in so that part of it i need to like get a little bit more like i like that because it's a, it's a project it's it's something that's coming out of it it's not like you're just pissing it up the wall i'm the same in that um, I grew up with not much money. To be honest, I still don't have much, but I, I'm, I'm getting used to, from my partner. She's, she trusts money more, which I think manif- like it, she manifests more because she's not worried about it. And sometimes I'll, I'll be like, are you going to spend that money on that? And she just does it. And I'm like, actually, it, it works for her. Maybe I can be more like that 
Because, yeah, like you said, once you say you know how to get the money and when you know it's coming from you and some services that you provide and that no one's going to take that from you, it is refreshing. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I, I, I do. It feels it's so, like I think people who grew up not having a lot of money, it, it just whether you like it or not, money becomes a huge part of. Like, I, I, to me, growing up, I thought money was the one thing that kept me from, like, being able to live the lives that, like, like everyone else was. Mm-hmm. It's the thing that made me different. It was just, like, that I'm poor. Yeah. Uh, so I I was just, like, bet the moment I can, at 14 years old, watch me watch me get this coin. And my brother and I, both of us, we, we both are, like, our relationship to money became so... Um, it, it, it was so intense because of that because we just felt like it was the one thing that kept us from like everything so when i started to get it i realized it wasn't actually that's it wasn't money it, it like money yeah. is important but it's a source it's a resource to do stuff with yeah sure but now i think i am i, I do trust like your partner i trust money a little bit more mm-hmm. I, I just know that i know that what i'm building right now is is good um and will and will pay me i just, i know that my projects will pay me back and because i'm not dating too and because i'm in yeah that house, like, yeah yeah you you can hold more of it yeah that's honestly all my money used to really go to like i told you i had three girlfriends so like that's a lot of dates bro it's travel yeah. like two of them lived in, in new york i had to go to fucking new york to like so i would i would ball out on just like uh dating because it's just fun like i like I don't. I haven't used the word daddy for like no reason. Like I really like that feeling. Yeah. I like care. Providing. Like, you know, like yeah. I, yeah. 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 So um, I don't. That's not. An, that's not an expense anymore. Now I just fall out on my projects. I mean, if that's an incentive to stay single, <laughs> that isn't. I don't know what is. Where are you now? If you're because so because obviously I saw you in New York, but I don't actually know where you live. Oh, I'm in LA now. You're I in LA now. I was in New York, but we moved out after, right after the pandemic hit. Your last passage uh, is sat in the tenth house. So before, what I've read is the sign you're in, and the house that your Saturn is in, that tends to be the area that's affected by your Saturn return. Yours is a good one. The 10th house is actually Saturn's happy place. He's at home here. Saturn is serious and the 10th house is serious. Saturn is ambitious and the 10th house is ambitious. The 10th house itself rules career, typical. Folks with their Saturn in the 10th may be destined for fame and possibly fortune. And it's a fortunate placement if you're willing to take fate by the horns. Saturn never lets us be lazy, but Saturn in the 10th house especially will feel burdensome if you don't work and work for it. When you see Saturn in someone's 10th house, what you're seeing is the ultimate career man or woman. Big ambition, big dreams, big jobs, big mountains to climb, no stopping them. It's a lot to require of one human being and yet they exist. If you have the Saturn in the 10th house, you're destined to be a career powerhouse and maybe even to change the world. You said all that before I even read it. Like, not said it, but that's the impression I got from you. Yeah, that's fucking exactly. Let's go. That's me. So to all the listeners, you should see the dance moves going on right now. (laughs) (laughs) If you weren't awake before this podcast, you are now. I mean, this has set you up good for the day, hasn't it? (laughs) I'm standing and dancing over my computer now. Yeah, dang. But that's true. Like that's that's how I see me. Which I, you know, the serious thing. I'm happy that that's in there because I am so serious, Mm Fern. Like, I'm just a serious ass person. I've always felt bad about it because when I was young, uh, I was still serious, and everybody was like, dude, we're just talking about like fairly odd parents. I'm sorry, hold on. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, the 10 30. Okay. 
Um, I forgot, but um, <laughs> don't worry, we know. Uh, okay. Um, but yeah, I'm like I have always been serious. I've always taken things seriously, and I've always kind of felt kind of guilty, especially being online. Mm-hmm. Like as as a content creator, you're supposed to make everything light and fun, and like we. But there's nothing light and fun. Like I mean, there is, but like I am serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> this year especially, I completely get you. There is a lot of not light and fun things happening, so seriousness is needed at times. Yeah. I'm happy, as hard as this year has been for everyone, it has helped me do a lot of things, see myself a little bit more clearly, become single finally. Uh, and um, I don't feel like my seriousness or like my, my commitment to my job and work is, um, is a bad thing anymore because my seriousness helps me be vocal about uh, the, the way that you know, black death is surrounding us everywhere. And then, you know, like my seriousness helps me speak up. My seriousness helps, it fuels my anger, you know, and I, my anger helps me take action. Like, I think that I used to be really, uh, everything about this passage that you just read, I, I think when I was younger, I was embarrassed about, I was like, hide it. No, just, just be fun and cute and light and airy. And like, don't show people this side of you. But that is who I am. Like, mm-hmm. this is who I am. And uh, I'm, not, I'm not like, yeah, I'm just not embarrassed by it anymore. No, and it's not like you're just serious. Like, you've got a sense of humor. I see your post and that's oh my, my personality. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so to round it up, what is one thing you would tell yourself, the you that was around at December 2018? Uh, everything you thought you needed, you don't. And prepare to spend a lot of time alone figuring out what you actually do need. Mm. Yes. Yep. Yep. One little like bit to that is just uh, December, my Saturn return, December 2018 is when I was on top of the world is when I like, I like, you know, I had modeling covers. I was on the cover of Nylon. Naomi Campbell knew my name, like shit like that. Like it was just cool. I felt so cool. I think, December 2018 was like the height of me feeling like I'm fucking cool as hell, you yeah. know, like I, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm successful. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And that wasn't my climax. It wasn't actually, I thought it was, I thought it was like, like nothing like this is, this is the best I'll ever experience. Not because there is more to my life than um, the, the materials and the money and the, and, and the sex and all the things there's, there's more to what I'm here to do. And I didn't know that until now. And so, isn't it ironic yeah. that you actually almost have to get that to realize it? Because if you never got all that, you would just be looking for it your whole life. Yes. Well, shit, I'm happy that my Saturn return happened in that way. Like it happened. It's like, here's everything you thought you wanted. Now let's get back to the real work. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like it's better than not getting anything you were having it all taken from you when you didn't want that. <laughs> Exactly. Oh. oh, thank you so much, friend. This was hella fun. Thank, thank you, you so much. This has been one of my favorites. <laughs> Have a great day. Big thank you to Arrows for joining us on the show. You can follow them at Angry Arrows and their shows at Water Weekend on YouTube and also on Instagram. More thank yous to Eliza Einhorn for writing The Little Book of Saturn, Phil Donnelly for the jingle, and Ara for the artwork. Don't forget to share and subscribe if you enjoyed and you can listen out for future episodes wherever you get your podcasts by searching Thank You Saturn.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.